Kevin, did you see that Riverdale is premiering on my birthday? October 11th. October 11th. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm super uh, excited. I counted up the weeks. We'll re- <laughs> we'll reach like episode 22 out of 27 in the OC. That's so close, but so <laughs> <leads> far. Five. <laughs> but you know what? Riverdale will go on a weird hiatus. I'm sure they will. They always do. And then they'll figure something out. I don't know. I don't know. Can we have a viewing party for to celebrate my birthday and just force our parents into watching Riverdale? I mean, I get sure. Maybe. I guess. Maybe. And we'll do that in October. Great. Hi, welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir. And uh, we're talking about the OC and a little bit about Riverdale, apparently. But mostly about the OC. <laughs> mostly about the OC. Now, Riverdale's going back October 11th. Yeah. Which is Aaron's birthday. I just had to talk about it because our brother sent us the link on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And hilariously, he sent me the link and then tagged you in it. It works. Which made our <laughs> friends like that post because they thought it was about us. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're the only ones who do a... We're the, only Riverdale, we're the only Riverdale podcast. Hey, you you know what I did find? We were we we're not the only <laughs> one, clearly, but we were the first one. Really? Yeah. I mean, we were right on it. Yeah, no, no. We we premiered with <laughs> with, with Riverdale. Riverdale. Guys, we see the trends and we just jump right <laughs> on them. Well, also we had a we had a huge hope that it would be exactly what we needed. Everyone else waited. No, no, we no, knew. No. We were like, we have faith. We knew. We knew what we wanted to get out of it, and we got exactly what we what we needed. So, mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. good. But this is not about Riverdale. This is about the OC. This is about, about the OC. About, about a young man named Ryan something. Atwood. Yeah, that seems right. <laughs> yeah, no, that seems right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, effectively Ryan Cohen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Effectively. But it's about a young man named Ryan. Who loves justice. Yes, he does. And this episode has a lot of injustice for him for him to <laughs> battle against. Exactly. So let's get into it. This is episode five. The Outsider. The Outsider. Have all of the um the episodes been the something? Mm. Luckily, I wrote this down. Because well, there was I, the pilot. Because we, we had, yeah, we had, yeah. we had the gamble. Yeah, the, the model uh, home, the debut. They're all the. They're all the. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I mean, whatever. We'll see if things change later because I don't look at future episode titles. But right now. <laughs> it's all the. Which, I, you know what? He's like, I like when episodes have a theme. Yes. Like, I know Friends had their, they were all. Um, the one with. Yeah. And Scrubs had my. Mm-hmm. Except for the ones that were about someone else, which was their or his. When Trey Hill had song lyrics. They did. Yep. From what from what band? Just any band? Yeah, indie hipster bands. They have a couple hold stand hold steady lyrics. All right. Yeah. It's I I I like this. I like when it, I was talking about this with uh, Leah, a, a friend of ours who, who we do a whole bunch of work with. <laughs> yeah. Downtime Productions. Check out Downtime Productions if you want to see our faces and know who Leah is. Yeah, uh, I was talking to her about uh, some projects we were working on and about how it's really awesome when series do little things mm-hmm. and it's always those little things when people go ooh, and then you feel like you're in like you feel like you're a part of things and you're in on the joke and you're a real yeah. fan and that's great so even something as simple as the title of each one of your episodes is the something mm-hmm. or my something like i because i mean riverdale they were just 
things. They were things. I there, think there, some of them were lines from the show. Some of them were just yeah, quotes from plays and twists on movie titles. Yeah, there wasn't really there a wasn't theme. a lot of cohesion. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, but I like the title of this episode because yeah. Kevin. Who is the outsider? Well, I mean, it's it's one of the three words of our <laughs> of our podcast. That's true. So once we get the mystery and the abs, there were some abs. No, no, but it, ha- it has to be the title. Oh, the, that's right. The mystery and the abs. Then we'll be set. Sure. I think that's re- that's like season three at least. Yeah, the OC will deliver. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Well, the outsider starts with what I called a fun '90s music video of young men on bikes and skateboards. <laughs> so every episode of the show starts music in summer. Yeah, it's it's almost to the point that like I could hear LFO over it, <laughs> and you'd be like, "Yeah, that tracks." Yeah, like yeah, no, yeah, summer girls. <laughs> the music of this episode, though, I was like right back in my senior year of high school. Wearing those really short skirts and just a bathing suit top, just like Summer. But this this episode really is... They say it's about the relationship between Ryan and Marissa. No, no, no. no. This is about the relationship between Seth and Ryan. Yes. <laughs> because they, cause it starts with a little bit of uh, bro time as they go to a lobster shack. And Seth explains how eating lobster is like a battle with the lobster. Because you got to choose which one you want to... And you're like, I will take you down. You know what? Eating lobster is challenging, so on point. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, what, the the cool thing about this opening scene that I like to point out is that Seth can differentiate between the different <laughs> black shirts mm-hmm. <laughs> that Ryan wears. Like, Seth is so attentive to his heterosexual life mate. It's true. He knows so much. Hey, is that a new shirt? Yeah, it is. They're all black, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're absolutely right. Then he asks if he can take on Ryan's style, and he has to accept, no, they have different styles. No tank tops for Seth. <laughs> no, Seth, just, you, you gotta wear just polos. polos. <laughs> Gotta have that color. It's very important you for you, You need to be able Seth. to pop it. <laughs> so doesn't pop colors. He does not pop his color, but he could. So Seth tries to give Ryan dating advice, which is a hilarious state of events, I think. And it, yeah. was, it was good advice, but I was like, Seth. It was good advice that Seth never uses on himself. No. And you know what? That's the best advice. <laughs> well, essentially, it was advice that the woman that... Oh, what's her name? The punk girl. Oh, uh, Anna. Anna. It was advice that Anna gave him. That he is now relaying to Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Anna, who, who, who as I suspected, is gone. Yep, she's gone. She'll, yeah. Maybe she'll be back. Who knows? I know. Uh, um, they're also, they're on a date, so Seth pays for lunch. Ru- yeah, this, and this is the crux of this episode, is that Ryan is upset. Un- he's uncomfortable that his legal guardians are paying for things for him. Seth is a 16-year-old man. Who has money from his parents? Yeah, and I'm gonna be honest. Like, like here's the thing: I got a job when I was 16. Yeah, I when I was 14. No, 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 no. When I did you start my, working at McDonald's? I don't know. McDonald's was my first job. I had a driver's license by then. I didn't have a car. Yeah, but you can get a driver's license when you're 14 in exactly. Alberta. Exactly. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I, I think we're like 14 or 15. I, yeah, I think it was confusing because I think I got my driver's license when I was 14. But I think I start, got my first job when I was 16. And here's the thing. Yeah. The, the job was nice because it gave me money that I could... That was my own money and I didn't have to justify... Exactly. ...what I was spending it on. But I feel like as a 16-year-old, if you're... Pay, you're like... like it, it, it's, it's, it's cool because it shows where Ryan comes from. Yes. Ryan, Ryan did not even come from a middle-class family. He came from a lower-class family where he would need to have his own money. Yeah. And he's very, very uncomfortable. His legal guardians are buying him clothes and... Paying for his lobster. <laughs> So he wants a job. Luckily, fate happens. 
immediately, immediately. someone <laughs> immediately someone quits like a, like angrily. <laughs> Like, fine, I'm out of here. And f- f- you know what? In my mind, I'm like, maybe you should figure out the story behind that before yeah. you're like, ooh, sounds like a job's open. Because, like, wait, you kill, you kill people back here? I'm out. I'm out. No. He just dropped a tray and was having a bad day. Yeah, but he, but he quit. And then credits. Because, <laughs> again, yeah. the OC is no Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. We keep our opening, heart opens tight. Uh, and we come back with another constant theme of this episode, which is Ryan is always going to work. He's oh. always going. He, does he have 12-hour shifts? He worked from 9 until 6 on his first day. Wait, what's that a- is a long first day in the restaurant industry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, restaurant industry. I don't know the restaurant industry. Yeah. You do. My first shift was, like, two hours long lunch service. But, like, every single every single scene of this episode, he is either going to work at work or, or getting off work. work. So as far as I can tell, he works for 12 hours every single day. And Seth is very lonely. Oh, yeah. No, once again, this relationship between <laughs> Seth and Ryan, because Seth is like, oh, no, it's cool. You weren't here for a while. Just go be lonely again. It's fine. Ryan wears his work shirt, which is <laughs> which is not black, is gray. No, I think it's navy, dude. No, it, no I may have been the monitor I was watching it on, but it looked gray. <laughs> It is not black. It's, it's not important. black. He's like, oh, time to go to work, which means I need to dress up, which means not black. Not black. Um, and we do have a short scene where Sandy is hiding from the newpies. Yeah, I, all right, newpies. That's what they're called. I just called them. I, I don't think like, newpies I, I, is right. I feel bad for saying this. I just called them the women. <laughs> they have no defining characteristics. <laughs> other than being. I don't know who they're connected to. Other than being the women. And the women are gossiping about Julie because they've moved on from gossiping about Kirsten. Yeah, I, well, because Julie's not there. Yeah. <laughs> if Kirsten wasn't there. <laughs> They'd be talking about her. Yeah, it, they, they do a very good job of showing these people as the most two-faced of anybody ever. And Kirsten is having none of it. I will say that uh, that it's come clear now that Jimmy's secret is out. Yeah, super out. And, like, here's the thing, from what happened at the event, I would not think... I imagine that Greg, a.k.a. Holly's dad, as... After he left, just went around and told everyone, and then people started but, looking into no, their but investments. Here's, but here's and... the thing. All Jimmy told them, was, told him was, I lost your money. But then this episode, everyone's like, oh, he stole everyone's money. Yeah. I, I think it's just, I think it's out. I think yeah. the cops, which, which is... exposition cop has been going around more. And... <laughs> well, time to tell everybody. <laughs> which, which, here's the thing. I, I actually appreciate that they mm. didn't drag it out. And I feel like this is quite a few days later, like maybe a week later. Yeah. There's been some time. Like, maybe because of the goodwill the series has put up so far, I don't feel like this was laziness. I feel like it was just, let's move the story on. Yeah, it was like, we don't need to show everyone finding out. This scene is us making sure everyone knows that. Yeah. So, good on you. Now, the ladies are going on a spa retreat this weekend. Yeah, Yeah. it's a weekend trip. Julie has to go because they've already paid for it. Yeah. (laughs) Because and, you know. now she's fiscally responsible. Um, yeah, I guess she doesn't really show. Phys- she just shows like we've already paid for it. There's nothing we can do now. But like she could just not go and lose the money. Um, but yeah, she but, doesn't. but I, no, wait, I don't think that's fiscally responsible. Well, I mean, I, 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 to get the thing that you paid for. Yeah, I know. Like, I I think just not going on it is just punishing yourself for no reason. Like the the money has already been spent. 
And it's very important to Julie to put forward a brave face because these women are the gatekeepers to the community that she would like to stay in. Oh, yeah. Jimmy doesn't understand rich society because he's like, like, but they're your friends. And, and I'm Julie's like, like, no. I'm like, Jimmy, you did not see the last scene. <laughs> they are the friends with whoever's mo- – they're, they're, they're fr- friends they're with whoever fr- is dear them. <laughs> yeah. Their, their friendship is location-based. And, like – I was kind of like, Julie, you're the gatekeeper of the society. Like, you are the biggest ringleader. You're the first to jump on the gossip bucket. So no, but, but, simmer yourself. But she, has, but she has been torn down from her podium. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Then we have an awful scene where Summer thinks that Luke should pay for Marissa to go to the spa or have lunch or go shopping. Well, but, but, but I mean, that, that's how Summer sees things. That's honestly that's that's how a lot of Newport sees things. But they're kids. They're they're children. My boyfriend didn't pay for things when I was that age. Well, I mean, I mean, even if he did, it was usually his parents' money. Yeah. When um, I was like a grown-up adult, I had a boyfriend now, who paid for all kinds now, of things let's, for let's me. When somebody when somebody says Luke should pay for the stuff, she also I'm, Luke doesn't work. Yeah, that's true. Um, so which means that really it's Luke's family but luke isn't even going to be with them shopping or spying yeah <laughs> that's i don't the thing that's most crazy making i don't know so so instead summer says we'll use the emergency credit card that my dad gave me so that's fine yeah basically summer's trying to be a really good friend to marissa and keep her distracted and keep her happy yeah because and... marissa's got real marissa has real problems yeah. and so, summer's trying and i ha- even though she's very Summer, misguided so, i have to give her props summer is what i'm gonna call a help shotgun where she we're just like there's no accuracy or anything she just pulls the trigger and hopefully good stuff comes out <laughs> and either it hits or it misses apt uh but but because marissa's stalking ryan she shows up at his first day at work yeah and we get to see who we learned his name later i called him crab man even though he is the worst crab man it's true. Yeah. I called him Ryan's vampire friend. Oh, interesting. Let's get it. Because he's on Vampire Diaries. Okay. <laughs> I thought he was—he looked like the kind of person who would punch someone if they mentioned Star Wars. <laughs> he, had, he had that kind of face. Mm. <laughs> but he teaches him work. Okay. I'm not sure what their job is. Are they waiters or are they busboys? I think he's a busboy. But why are they taking people's orders and bringing them wine? Is he? I don't know. Maybe, well, they might be, maybe this place has waiters and busboys wrapped I mean, in as one. Yeah, I bust a lot of my tables when I was a server. Absolutely. But they keep calling them busboys and they're like, let's go above and beyond and get some tips. You want more Merlot? You go. And I'm like, what? What? What is your job? <laughs> also, you're children. And I don't know the law in the States. But in Canada, you cannot serve alcohol unless you are of legal drinking age. Yeah, no, they have a their their age are just, is a Mobius strip. <laughs> <laughs> they are they, whatever age they, they should they be have for the story. Quantum ages. <laughs> That's fair. Because 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 later openly, um, uh, um, Crab Man tell, <laughs> tells um uh, that tells uh, Ryan's like, oh yeah, and you can buy me a beer. I'm like, you're not going to. Buy you a beer from where? Yeah, how is that going to happen? Well, you're going to a party. Is that how you do it? Do you buy a beer from there? Maybe he's expecting – he's got the fake ID, so he's like, Ryan will hand me back the cash, and then I will get the beer. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Time is a fluid construct. Yeah. Uh, There's this funny thing here where I decided that Ryan essentially tries emotions. Because before this moment, every time he interacts with Marissa, he's like, mm-hmm. no – I got to stay away and be dark and brooding. I'm so deep. But now 
now he's suddenly alive. Yeah, <laughs> he's like. <laughs> Did he achieve something? I don't know. I don't know what happened. And all of a sudden, he's like, maybe, maybe I should have feelings. If this was Riverdale, I'd be like, oh, Archie leveled up. <laughs> but it's not. But it's real life. So what has occurred? I, well, I mean, to be fair, he has not as many reasons to be sad anymore. That's true. He, for the first few, few um, episodes, he had a lot of sad reasons. That's true. Maybe now he just is a light in the joy of life. Yeah, yeah. But he, he sort of tries to ask Marissa out, and then he can't. And yeah, he's like, "Do you want to ha- hang out?" And like, "Do like do stu- do stuff?" Do, maybe do, and it's like a date, and he's like, "No." Luke, Ryan has a lot of off-screen <laughs> growth in this episode. There's so many times where he's not on screen, and it's like he he has gone somewhere and read a book and been like, "Oh, I should oh, do this." Oh, this is how you do this. Got it. Yeah. Anyway, Ryan's very cute. Yes. And is making friends with uh, Crab Man. <laughs> yes. Because I, I know his name is Donnie, but I can't. It's Crab Man. Th- that name makes no sense to me. Yeah, no, he's the Crab Man. Yeah. Um, then we have a short scene. Sandy will help Jimmy Cooper. Yep. Because Sandy can't not help people. And also Jimmy gives him a, um, like a Ryan style, like, but we're not even friends. <laughs> Sandy's like, I mean, I took a child into my house. I don't know why you. <laughs> Jim- Jimmy, I'm, I'm a good person. I hope you understand this. You, you need help. Everyone else is just going to ostracize you, but I'm going to get you a lawyer. Which is me. No, he's oh, not no, his right. lawyer. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, he says he's not his lawyer, and then he continues to be his lawyer. So Sandy can't let things go. The, no, no, no. The production doesn't want to hire another actor. And also, then you wouldn't get these cute bonding but, scenes. But on the bright side, they do. They do mention I, I think by mentioning the other lawyer they make it clear they're like we understand he's a public defender yeah, he's working with someone else <laughs> yeah he he doesn't think he all of a sudden knows business law and maybe he's just like doing the case work and then the guy is gonna anyway yeah yeah, yeah. it's fine uh, um so a vampire friend well is that how we're gonna start this one because i'm gonna start with the, the fact that summer is trying to like summer <laughs> calls luke yeah, she does. But 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 she's worried because she didn't Ryan, know Ryan is there. was there when she did that. Yeah. Which funny enough does not end up being a concern. No, Luke's got other stuff going on. Well, Luke job shames Crab Man, first of all. And that's the beginning of that arch rivalry. Like in the in the weirdest way ever, Crab Man's like, Hey, can I help you? And Luke just looks at him, looks at his shirt, and goes, Huh Working. <laughs> <laughs> people people have to do that. Your parents do that, Luke. <laughs> Luke has this insane thing where he where every single episode he goes on a huge arc where like he he starts to find and he just gets sad at the end. Yes. It's it's like he resets. He also every episode starts out as a bad person, learns how to be a good person. And then <laughs> gets punished somehow. And then becomes a bad person again. <laughs> yeah, it's it- he, it's, it's like, great, he's syphysis. Whoever, syphilis? Syphilis? Nope, it's not, not syphilis. syphilis. You mean the person who pushes who the rock up the mountain yeah. has every single day? Yeah, that's that's Luke. It's kind of like that. I was just going to say that. <laughs> you know, that's that's better than what I was going to say. All I was, right. Just, I was going to say that he just resets every single every day. day. So, guys, party number five, what up? Well. It's at Holly's house. <laughs> well, I mean, there's two things that are mentioned here. He wants to. He says, "Do you want to come to Holly's party tonight?" Yeah. Which Marissa's like, "No." Meanwhile, 
Ryan is invited to a house party. Yes, in Long Beach. Yes. You, because because Crabman's from, from Corona. Corona, which is next to Chino. Yep, I, I'm not sure it's actually called Corona, but that's what I heard, and I'm sticking to then it. I think they're in Long. They're a, the party's they're, actually in Long, Long Beach. Beach. Yeah, and they're going with the dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's it has this weird thing where it's like, here's. These... Oh no! Wait, no, no. The dancers' party is no, no, Aaron, Aaron. No, you're absolutely correct. They talk about this part two parties. But they're and the next cu- day. And then cut past both of them. We don't see either of them. But they do go to a party in Long Beach. Yes. They go to a se- – Aaron. So does Holly have three parties in a row? Aaron. So tonight yeah. there is a party at Holly's yeah. and a party in Long Beach. And then – Ryan goes – Cut to the next morning. We right, never see the party in Long Beach. We never see the party party at Holly's. Because Ryan goes out with Crab Man. Seth is not invited, and he's awkward and jealous. Exactly. Then the smash next cut to the day. next morning. Not smash cut. It's this show does smash cut, but it's I think it's like a, it's after the commercial break or something. It's I the d- morning. Yeah. Maybe yeah. is the party at Holly's house the next day? No, no, no. It's that night. But th- I'm just gonna say three parties in a row. Aaron, you're not crazy. Three parties in a row. I just feel like I miss Miranda. Holly needs an intervention. <laughs> There's no way this can be true. No, it is. There's a party that night, then they go to a party the next night, and then the night after that they mention a third party. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so the next day Ryan runs into Summer and Marissa on the beach and he's never talked this much or been this awake. He's so cute and so charming. It's like he just he just like like he he just shotgunned a Red Bull. And he's like, "Hey, when I asked you to hang out, I was asking you out. And Marissa's oh, yeah. like, I know. And he's oh, no. like, I, want to... <laughs> I just wanted to tell you because I'm going to ask you no, out again. I, wanted to cl- I know why, but I like I like the sort of clarify. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to clarify that because I'm going to ask you out again. <laughs> hey, when I talked to you yesterday, I was asking you out. just wanted to clarify because I'm about to do it again. And I'm like, woo. Boy, he's got smooth. He got so smooth. And she loves just, it. And just off, it was again, off screen. Off screen. Maybe it was that party in Long Beach. <laughs> he just this whole time he just needed some beers. Well, um, well not no, condoning drinking. Don't listen to me. Here's the thing, and if there's anything that I that I assume from the party we see later, no, he just beat up a whole bunch of criminals <laughs> at a true. Long Beach party. Okay, as yeah. the OC, and he just had like a really good vigilance day, and yeah. now he's like, yeah, I'm feeling confident. Time to time to go ask Marissa out. Uh-huh. The, you know what the weird thing is earlier in this scene, Summer's like, "Yeah, I guess Luke isn't the one for you." I'm like, "Summer, stop!" You're like, "You're not helping. Don't give opinions. Put down the shotgun because <laughs> <laughs> you're helping shotguns not working." Um, so Marissa can't hang out. She has to babysit her sister, and Ryan invites himself along for some babysitting and some mac and cheese. Yeah, and it's they're very excited. Yes. Now, uh, we, we finally find out how in debt he is. Yes, a lot. Four million dollars. Yes. More than I ever imagined. Yeah. So Sandy is trying to essentially legalize, like, just, I, I said legal up. He's, he's, he's giving legal stuff. Yeah, he's, like, trying to make Jimmy aware of the situation. And Jimmy goes on this, I am aware, tangent. And then he talks about all of his personal problems. And you're like, no, Jimmy, Sandy's trying to, he, he's, but, he's telling you, like, the, the ramifications on your future life. But it helps because after Sandy tries to legal up Jimmy, he tries to friend up Jimmy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. They're going to do bro stuff. Yeah. And we'll tell what that is, but first we got to see the ladies. Yeah. So- Where, okay, Kirsten 
<laughs> is emailing on her phone. Um, which, no, that's not a phone. Is she texting? That was not a phone. Was that, that a, was a Palm, Palm Pilot? Pilot? I was trying to figure I, it out. It tells me her phone's a flip phone. That was a huge chunk of plastic. I was, and I was trying to be like, Blackberry? No. Were there, so she's Palm 100% piloting. a Palm Pilot. Yeah. And is that just, she's just making notes? She's just drafting emails? I don't even know what a Palm Pilot was. No, no, no. She can send emails through that, can't you? But there was definitely not Wi-Fi. No, there definitely was Wi-Fi in yeah. 2003. Yeah. Great. She's it, doing it was, work. It was, it, was, it was really early. They were at a resort. I imagine, That's true. I imagine if any place was going to get Wi-Fi It was quickly, this expensive it resort. It was an expensive resort. Yeah. Um, this, so Julie plays, like, the victim hard. Oh, and it it's, works. It's like she's getting ready for court. Yeah. She's like, because she does a, she, she does it incredibly well. I'm like, I should have known. I just. And uh, then I was like, Julie, he tried to tell you so many times. And, and they're, they're like, how could I have known? I should have I just said it. I don't listen to anything he says. When he tried to tell me we had problems, I said, you manage the business. I manage the house. How could I know? Yeah, well, she, has, she was like, we had a deal. I was in charge of the, ki- the kitchen, the bedroom, and he was in charge of the business. And whenever he tried to talk to me about problems, I just ignored them. Because why should I care? How could I know? And Kirsten is like, you all are crazy. It's, it's a good thing Kirsten had her glasses on because like one <laughs> eye must have just been going like, like crazy. Twitching. There's just a vein in the eye. It explodes as Julie's talking. <laughs> um, also in the scene, we reveal that maybe she wants to divorce Jimmy. One of them brings it up. Yeah. But, what but to, she's intrigued. That might have been the plan. She might have been like, oh, I'll just go up the pity. The one that will offer for me. Because she doesn't want to bring up the divorce. No, and she doesn't want to be the bad guy. But if they say to her, Julie, you have to do this. You have to protect yourself. Yeah. Then she has to. Like, Ju- Here's the thing. Julie knows how to... Play these women. Play, yeah, he, that's why she's she, the queen bee. She's the gatekeeper. Yeah, no, she know she knows she knows exactly what she's doing. That's where Marissa gets it from. Fortunately, Marissa uses it for usually good, usually good. Sometimes to create a fight club with boys, <laughs> but usually yeah. good. Unfortunately, Kirsten is a smart businesswoman and sees right through it. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> then, this is now the next day. We get we get more Seth and I ship Seth and Ryan. <laughs> I just want to say to Seth, though, I'm like, buddy, if you want to hang out with your boyfriend, you got to make plans ahead of time. You can't show up at 6 p.m. and be like, let's do things. Yeah. Yeah. Seth, Seth is so heartbroken because he comes up with like IMAX tickets. And Ryan's like, um, I'm hanging with Marissa. And Seth is like, but I. <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden, Crab Man decides he's. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to make friends with Seth. Well, because it's like, hey, this is a shark movie. And. Uh, Hold on, Crapman thinks of shark movies for eight-year-olds? Yes. You, you never seen Deep Blue Sea? I mean, I think this might be a shark documentary. <laughs> no, I don't think so. IMAX movies back in the day. Maybe. It's called Hammerhead, though. Mm. Which sounds like a TV show making an action movie. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but Donnie, anyway. Donnie like essentially reverse bullies Seth into hanging out. Like you have a we have another party tonight. Come on, let's We're hang going out. To Long Beach, we'll see Crazy Honeys. Don't be a nerd. Come on, hang out with me. And Seth's like Crazy Honeys. I like those. <laughs> and Ryan's like, no. Ryan, yeah, Ryan like Batman's up behind him. He's like, I don't think you should go to that party. Yeah, he's like, this is this is bad. I beat up a lot of people at the last party. <laughs> You you don't even know. I mean, I was wearing a mask. They don't know it's me, but, you but, know, still, still. And then, for some reason, Ryan's now going to the party. Well. For 45 minutes. Ryan needs to protect Seth. Yeah. Because remember, Seth, Seth, is, Seth is his partner. 
in always all things always <laughs> so he needs to protect him fair Hey, Aaron. Hey, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Well, so I was going to drink another 7-Up Lemon Lemon because I'm really on a kick of those now. Yeah, yeah. But um, as we'll reveal shortly, this episode talks about beer a lot. Yeah. It's a real thing. And so I couldn't, I was like, oh, I need to like line up my drinking choices to be emblematic of, emblematic of what's happening in the episode. Okay. So I'm drinking a beer. All right. It's called The Village Squeeze. It is another local village beer. It is a very summery lemon berry beer, and it's really cool because it's made in collaboration with a local um, gelato shop. No. So um, the gelato shop gave the lemons and the berries to the brewery, and they made the beer. And then they have the beer, but they gave the beer back to the gelato shop. And so there's actually an ice cream that (laughs) matches this beer, and you can make a float out of it. Oh, that's that's actually kind of cool. It's very summery and bright. Yeah. Kevin, would you like to try some? No. Brian, you're here. Would you like to try some? A hey, hey, third person. A hey, third person that lives in this house. Sometimes we have a co-host. Usually it's a dog, and she doesn't say anything. We always have a co-host. There's two of us. How is it? Say it into the microphone, you Neanderthal. Come and talk into this mic. How does it taste? Oh, he's moving you don't me. Have to, wow. Okay. How long are you planning on talking for here? How is the beer? It's all staying in. It was basically just beer. <laughs> no taste, uh, just beer. <laughs> well, it tastes like beer. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. You could definitely taste the raspberry that's in it. So it's raspberry beer. Yeah, pretty so it's much. It's not just beer. Well, ev- all beers are just beers. It's gotta hear you, monster. Move me back! Yay! That was Brian, our brother. You might remember him from the Rever- from the Riverdale timeline that he that he wrote up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Go, get out of here. You're done. I live here. Go home, you're drunk. So it happens when we record in my kitchen. Yes. <laughs> we get, we right. get fun new co-hosts. All right, so we so we come back and it is... Uh, Bro bonding time. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> before the sign, he asks, Jimmy, what did we do before we got married? Turns out they barbecued and drank beers. Which I don't understand why they can't have steaks or beers now. So Jim, Jimmy Jim- says he lives with vegetarians. Jimmy is an investment banker and I assume has client lunches. So why isn't he eating steaks on his expense account? Because I am reasonably sure that Julie rules Jimmy. (laughs) Julie's like, when you go on those meetings, you have fish. Also, Marissa is not a vegetarian. No, we saw her eat lobster. She goes to a crab shack. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier that episode, they went to a crab shack. It's like his... It's like they eat salads for dinner sometimes, and Jimmy's like, mm, that means they're vegetarians. No, no, I think Julie <laughs> says everyone's a vegetarian. And no one actually is. No one is. <laughs> Only Julie. Caitlin is, like, at school trading, like, her uh, kale salads for, like, pepperoni sticks. Yeah. <laughs> God, no, I, no, I didn't do that. They didn't have kale. That's true. What, were, what was the hot drink? I don't know. Lettuce. So kale's not a drink. <laughs> I don't know. But the point of this is that uh, Julie calls, or sorry, Kirsten calls, calls and Jimmy picks up. And then they have a conversation. Yeah. Which is just like touching base, like making sure things are okay. But Julie does not like that. Well, I mean, to be fair, the ending was 
<laughs> was like the most we're having an affair ending ever. It's, it's like, true. I'll see you soon. Don't worry, it'll be fine. Goodbye, Jimmy. It's true. And, and, but, and for all... <laughs> For all Julie knows, Kirsten walked off and called her husband. <laughs> I'm actually surprised this isn't more of a thing. That's true. But that just proves how little Julie cares. She's like, your concern for my husband is touching because I don't have any concern yeah. for him. She really just wants to sass a bit more. She's not angry. Yeah. Um, um, this is the party. Yeah, this is a this, Long Beach this party. This is a Long Beach party. And you can tell they're wild bad guys because they're playing the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. And, and they're, not playing with... the, they're not playing the radio edit. No, no. There's a car with hydraulics on it. Ooh. Also, that dancer is there who is not... He says, oh, she really is a dancer. She's stripping. Yeah, yeah. But, and she's not even, like, dancing. She, no, she's, she's moving side to side and taking off her clothes. Yeah, gyrating her hips. Which, is, which essentially is PG stripping. Yep. So, that's great. Um... The party is fun-ish. Ryan somehow psychically knows he's not going to make it to see Marissa. So he calls her. Yeah, well, he, he calls her like, hey, going to be late. This is, boy. Mm, I'm <laughs> just, at uh, this party. Like, letting you know. And Marissa's mad. If I were Marissa, I would just appreciate that he called. Yeah. And didn't no-show. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, she knows Seth is a weirdo. What did she expect? <laughs> anyway... Awkward scene between Jimmy and San- Sandy. Okay. Okay, they Eric, played They're playing two-player two Dynasty Warriors. Split screen. I know. I wrote that down. last episode when they were playing Dynasty Warriors one screen. <laughs> Why didn't they do that? I don't know, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know. It is, that's even makes it even more <laughs> infuriating. It's like they shot that episode. Someone was like... This is wrong. You realize that's one, like, you can set up a two-player game. It's like the, it's like, who, oh, God, who plays Ryan? Ben McKenzie. Ben McKenzie was like, you know, this is actually a two-player version on this game. Like, I just didn't know if I should say anything because I'm just the actor. But, you know, you, I can set up a two-player version on or this like, game. Or, like, he told his friend when he was, like, getting a sandwich at Craft Services and someone overheard and was like, oh, we need to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it almost would have been better if they had not but the fact that there is a two-player one just makes even people who don't understand the game look at that early one and go well what <laughs> clearly ryan was just lying to him ryan's like oh yeah we're both playing and yeah he's unplugged his <laughs> controller <laughs> maybe that's how ryan teaches people how to do things by showing you have to say that like i'm actually weirdly happy about the series showing two grown adults just playing video games yeah and being and happy about it yeah and there's like oh man i haven't played a video game in so long like, they're, they're happy about it because there's a lot of things like especially 2003 where video games were still kind of the the nerdy thing the realm of the nerds yeah even though yeah. like and this totally normalizes it yeah however it seems awkward because both sandy and jimmy had the best year of their life the year they met kirsten they're most happy when they met kirsten though I was under the impression that Jimmy and Kirsten grew up next to each other. So what they nope. met when they were sixteen? Sixteen. Thanks, show. They they had hey. I know time is lo- and a lot can happen between sixteen and eighteen. Time like. is a fluid construct. <laughs> I understand. Well, he met her when he was sixteen. Then he traveled back in time. It's like <laughs> ever ever seen seen the time traveler's wife? It's kind of mm, like that, except they it. don't get married. Got it. Got it. Maybe uh, they do. <laughs> So. Yeah. so we go back to Long Beach Party. This is technically when Ryan calls her. Oh, yeah. And I, I wrote down, I guess, just a joke, which is that I can't... I'm sorry. I'm going to be late, Marissa. I'm at an Earth Tone party. 
<laughs> Why did you <laughs> write a, that? Just a color joke, I guess. Because, well, because her house is so bright, and then it cuts back to me, and he's just all these earth tones. Oh, of course, of course. I don't know. Good job, past Kevin. <laughs> That's a goof. I, I, I watched this a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they have to leave, which is fine. Yep. Um, and Seth is cool about it. Like, he yep. doesn't try to hold Ryan back. He wants his buddy to, like, get his girl. Exactly, yeah. But there's been some damage done to the Range Rover. It got, they called it demoed. Yep. Which means they spray painted it and smashed it a whole bunch. Can I just say, this year, like, I, I, I thought it would be worse at that party. Yeah, I thought, too. like, they were going to get in a fight or something. Honestly, the Range Rover getting demoed, I'm like, oh. And you don't okay. even know if the party people did it. Just some people, yeah. Yeah. Again, though, time is a fluid construct <laughs> because they drive the car home and they Ryan cannot go see Marissa. It's not going to happen. But they don't look at the car with if, Sandy until the next day. I wonder if the car got towed. Oh, maybe. Well, I, like, it's just the timeline yeah. is, like, weird and well, yeah, weird. Because, yeah, so they're looking at it the next morning mm-hmm. um and ryan has to get to work because every single scene is him either getting going to work being at work or leaving work <laughs> yeah so ryan has to get to work um but the car's gonna be fine sandy's yeah. gonna call insurance yeah but seth has to tell kirsten what happened exactly they also also they told him to have it in the imax <laughs> parking lot which i love <laughs> yeah those shark movies really bring out a rough crowd yeah and then kirsten is so self-righteous she spends this episode just like pontificating at oh, the ladies. She, she drops nuclear truth bombs on, on all of them. Just, they're sitting in a sh- in a sauna, which, by the way, Julie in the sauna does not. Julie looks like she's not in the sauna from the neck up. Yeah, <laughs> everyone else is sweaty face and like you, sauna face, but yeah, Julie, even her hair, it's <laughs> like there's a bubble around her that like her makeup is fine and like she's not <laughs> flushed and. The evil eye it protects her, but but <laughs> the evil eye protects her. But she is sweaty from like the like from what you can see between her neck and the where they've sprayed her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Kirsten's a little bit like that, but yeah. like she looks still looks kind of. And the other ladies are definitely in the sauna. Yeah, the other ladies were don't can't uh, I guess can't negotiate can negotiate to have dry heads. <laughs> So, yeah, Kirsten just drops truth bombs in all of them. It's like, how dare you judge Jimmy? You, had a you have this. You had a $500 coke habit in school. You have a Guatemalan you, family working for you for less than minimum wage. You cheated on your husband. And everyone's no, like... No, no, your husband cheated on you. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh. And the, Julius was like, he lied to me. It's like, no, you just didn't listen no, to him. No, he tried to tell you so many times. <laughs> Quiet, Julie. Also, she loves having the last line. Because it's... <laughs> Because the scene ends with, like, who knew him when he knocked me up would be the best thing that ever happened to you. Which like, I don't what? get. Well, it's like when she threatened Marissa, but be like, no, but you will be. Like, <laughs> she just what? Lost. She just, she's like, she, it's like she learned when she was, like, 16. And remember, always leave the room on a quippy line. Doesn't matter what it, not good at making them up. Doesn't matter what it is. Just make sure you say something, and then you leave the room. Ugh. Well, you know what? It's followed up by her husband also giving a terrible line. He says, see, I told you, one good swing and I love this game. Oh, yeah. They have some legal golf, playing golf talk. And I don't understand what he's talking about. Like, that line doesn't make sense. Well, well, I mean, I, it, it does. Because like in, in golf, usually the, the joke is that people hate golf because they're not good at it. Right. But he just had a very good drive. So it's like, yeah, all of a sudden I like golf again. 
Anyway, Jimmy is horrified that the solution to his problem is that he has to pay back the money he stole. Which he was, well, yeah. He's, well, I think he's worried he's payback now. Because his big thing's always been like, oh no, I'll get it back eventually. I'll get it back eventually. And I mean, it's, it's very realistic that he yeah. is lashing out and he attacks Sandy like crazy. And Sandy's like... Sandy takes it well. Sa- yeah. Sandy understands what Jimmy's going yeah. through. Well, because, Sandy's a lawyer. I'm sure people... And because even Jimmy comes around later. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Sandy... So, Sandy's lawyer buddy has essentially negotiated a deal where Jimmy will barely have to go to jail. Yeah. Um, he well, can't... Li- he says little or no. Yeah. He can't practice investments, which makes sense. His he's license will be he's removed. Lose his li- yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. Clearly. Yeah. And he has to pay back the money he owes, which, like, also makes sense. Yeah. And Sandy doesn't mention a timeline. He doesn't say you have to pay it back in, like, three weeks or whatever. But But, Jimmy just loses his mind. Well, because Sandy's like, well, you might have to sell your house. You might have to do these things. And Jimmy's like, oh, but Julie and the girls and these things. And Sandy's like, hey, they're they're, they're just going to be happy because they have Because they get their dad. Um, And one thing that uh, Jimmy says is, like... Like um you like if like if you lose your job you still have, have Kirsten like she like she won't even notice you never provide for anyone and in my mind what how I wish Jimmy responded was like Jimmy has or not how I wish um Sandy, Sandy. responded to that the sense like Sandy's provided for every single family that he's helped with his yeah yeah like like that like that young like that young kid in the last few episodes yeah the drug dealer yeah and Brian Brian and, like, like Sandy's providing for a lot of families calm down <laughs> yeah yeah. Sandy's a good guy, but yeah. Jimmy knows that he's just sad. And Sandy even, like... Sandy's th- chill. This scene could have been way more overblown and dramatic. It was done just well So enough. well, yeah. Jimmy responded accurately. Sandy knew what was going on and responded with his own. And the next time we see Jimmy, he's acting on the things that Sandy said. Exactly. Uh, so Seth... Seth is helpful to Seth his helpful. Bro- to his uh, romantic friend. Yeah, he goes to visit Marissa and smooths over the waters. Yeah, you know what? I don't. Why do you have to move the, any waters? I feel like all he Seth would be like, "Hey, Marissa, come here for a second. That's my Range Rover. This is what happened last night. We weren't able to make it. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> be like, oh, yeah. But you, you know, she's young and she really likes Ryan, so she's want to flights of anger, and, yeah. and, and it's fine. <laughs> and the the Holly thing is is becoming a joke in the series because they mention like are you going to the Holly party tonight? You know, it's always one of those or something like that. Yeah. So third night in a row Holly party because they go to the Holly party tonight. Yes. Well, yeah. no, this is this will be the second night in the row then. No, because there was the party we didn't see. Yeah. And you said there was also a Holly party that night. Then there was the Long Beach party that yes. they went to. And wasn't there also a Holly party that night? I don't night? think there was a Holly party that night. Okay. We, we didn't hear anything about a Holly party that night. Okay. She might have taken a night off. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> so, um... I, and also, from, from just from hearing what Luke said, I think it's a beach house. I don't think it's her house. Yeah, it's her beach I house. I think they have a beach house that Holly essentially just parties in. Yeah. There's, it's like if Ryan had a party in his pool house all the time. But was... so you can see his pool house from his house. Exactly. <laughs> um, so. So, oh, yeah. Oh, they, so... then we have this little scene where Seth is, goes to see Ryan at work because Ryan is always working, but he always has visitors. And also, Seth uses the word pimp and Marissa in the same sentence. And I'm like, Seth, no. Seth, your he game, says, it's salted. Well, he's like, like, 
hey, it's the world's greatest pimp here. Marissa's going to hang out with you. I'm like, did you just call Marissa a hooker? <laughs> well, you know, Seth, he just wants to salt game all the time. It's, you know, he's like, it works perfectly for Seth's character because he's just using words he knows. That he's heard once. <laughs> yeah, and, and not thinking about the ramifications and, of them. And Ryan does kind of look at him. Yeah. Um, but now Crabman's Seth's best friend, apparently. Yeah, because Ryan can't hang out with Seth, but Crabman wants to hang out with Seth. They're going to – they're he doesn't like Newport kids, but he'll drink their beer and dance with their honeys. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> – So they're going to go to the beach party. Steal their honey like they stole their bike. <laughs> they say honeys in this episode so much. Why is there no LFO? <laughs> Sorry. Th- th- this is the scene where, where Ryan, like, Batman's behind Seth. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like Seth – you're bringing them to a new part. You can't do that. And Seth's like, it's cool. We're friends. We're going to Holly's beach house. It's like, no, no. Ryan's like, these are bad dudes. They roll rough. <laughs> um, Ryan is also a very bad server. He brings people their food before their drinks. Maybe they didn't want any drinks. Incorrect. That's not how you serve. Maybe they didn't want any drinks. He was poorly trained by Crab Man. All Crab Man taught him was how to throw out garbage. And how to take plates off tables. Yeah. And how to talk to one person. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Um, So we sort of cut back and forth between a couple of things. So I think maybe we need to talk about the Marissa-Ryan date and then talk about the beach party and then bring them together. Yeah, I mean, it might might be worth also just mentioning that, like, this is a pretty cool exposition that the beach beach party is a party. Party. It's riotous. It's busy. This is the 10th one this series has had. And yet they're all slightly different. They all have a slightly different feel. Yeah. But meanwhile, Marissa and Ryan are having just a nice, like... This adorable date. She's yeah. wearing, like, a very scandalous but very cute dress. Yeah. It, He's making grilled cheese for her on the barbecue. Can I say that, um, going back to Riverdale a little bit, Marissa's mm-hmm. going through very similar things that Veronica went through. Yeah. But I like her better. <laughs> she's handling it a lot better because she's mostly just lost. Like, yeah. she mostly just talks to Summer and Ryan and being like, I don't know what happens well, next. And... I'm scared of all of my friends and how they'll judge me. And what's also kind of nice is that she doesn't know what her father, like anything really about what happened with her father. And she's not even trying to defend him because she doesn't know. And she's also not blaming him, though. Exactly, yeah. She's just, she's she's lost. She's she's doing, yeah, yeah. And it's it's a lot better than it has been. In other shows. (laughs) In other shows. And Ryan is a great person to talk to. A, because he doesn't talk and only listens. Yeah. But he's not from Newport. So they talk and they eat their cheese and their leftover mac they and cheese. They splash in the pool. They splash in the pool. They almost kiss. But then they're interrupted by things that are happening at the beach party. So let's talk about that. So Luke is the – okay. So it's getting toward the end of the episode, which yeah. means Luke is sad again. And he is pouring one out for his homies. Yeah, because Luke's emotions are based <laughs> on the runtime of the episode. Yep. So he was happy. He was a bro. Now he's got sad. And then Holly appears – so to to seduce, seduce him. him is Holly the girl from episode one? I wrote down the exact thing. I I think she's definitely a different actress, but, but might I think be she's the same supposed person. to be the same character. I think they didn't know they were going to do <laughs> so many parts. They what they have access to one beach house, and they're like, we got to use it, man. Yeah. <laughs> we can't keep rent. We don't have that much money. Yeah, this is a new show. So what we're gonna do is we have one beach house. Everybody happens at that beach house. We'll, ju- we'll just hire an actress. We'll give her character a name, and then <laughs> maybe she was kind of a good actress. So they were like, hmm. well, then clearly not the first one. No, no, the second one. Because because I feel like the first one was that that was the very very short woman. Yes, that um that Luke that they had sex on a beach randomly. Yeah. Um, but but now she goes up and seduces him. 
And I don't, you know, I don't think it is because later when they're making out, they say, "Do you know how long I've wanted to do this?" Exactly. Yeah. Man, you know what? You know what this series completed did. Sometimes they forget, Sometimes between a pod and the rest of the series, things change. Yeah. But it's they completely. But no, they completely dropped that Luke slept with that woman in the first episode. Yeah, when he was still with Marissa, like yeah. they hadn't even fought yet. Yeah, at that they, point, they decide to ignore that. Yeah. Which and I, I don't remember if it comes up later or not. It, it it does not seem like it's a thing, or else it yeah. would have come up at some point. But like, yeah, maybe that's why Luke is always sad. He just thinks about it. <laughs> Again, I just want to reiterate: he's wearing a pirate shirt with no buttons, and he is wandering around pouring beer into the sand. It's a weird moment. It's a anyway, weird moment. Then he wanders off with Holly. Yeah. Meanwhile, Summer is mad dogging Crab Man. He, I do not think that's the right. <laughs> what use do you of think that? he said? No, no, no. He said mad dogging. I don't think that's the right word to use. Because it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. We know what big dogging is. Yep. Mad dog. He's in mad. He's in mad. Like, he's like, Fievel goes west. Yeah. He's in mad dogging that thing with the, the crazy eye. Yeah. And Summer does big dog him. Yeah, she big dogs he, him. He tries to like come up on her and he's like, oh, hey, babe, you don't like to dance? And that's when I'm like, mm, gross. <laughs> Yes, he he slimes on up to her, which is basically what Summer does. She also mm, grosses him, yeah. and then she keeps trying to wander away. And he's just like, "What? What? You don't like me?" And finally, she's like, "What? What are you, the bus boy?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she job shames him. Yeah, which so I think they're waiters. Okay, because I think her calling him the bus boy is like not his job. But they also do bus. I don't know. Anyway. He is not pleased. And he reveals to Seth. He's got a gun. He brought a gun. <laughs> oh, no. This is terrible because the OC's on a date. <laughs> That's true. The OC's not there to protect people. But, but don't worry. Because the OC phone rings. <laughs> and Seth calling Ryan. And tells him nothing about the situation. He's just like, I need you. You need to come here. I'm at Holly. You need to come here now. And Ryan's like, what? Did Seth get punched again? <laughs> All right. Marissa. The OC phone rang. I gotta go. <laughs> you don't know what that is. It's a don't not, worry. It's, it's the it's the line in the pool house. I just mean it's the phone. Hold on. Wait. Does the pool house have its own line? It has to because because that call did not go to the main house. No. Because Sandy definitely would have answered. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, so the uh, the OC phone rings yep. and Ryan has to go save his boyfriend. Yep. And Marissa doesn't want to come because she can't be around all those people. So. <laughs> Date put off. Yeah. And they almost kissed. I can't believe they haven't kissed yet. Yeah. Almost. Almost. Because justice got in the way. So, Aaron, I have a question for you. Yeah. This scene where Luke is making out with that woman. What is Luke doing? I don't know. <laughs> he's, I mean, like, he's, he's just, like, doing things with his hands. It's like he's digging into her back for a microchip. I think he thinks she's wearing a bra. But he's also in her lower <laughs> back. <laughs> It's his sexy massage seduction technique. Because, like, here's the thing. If it was just him rubbing, sure, you got weird hand movements. But he, like, goes up on all fingers and, like, put, like, it's like he's trying to dig something out of her. Um, He obviously read the Kama Sutra <laughs> and is implementing its techniques in his day-to-day life. <laughs> you know how the OC keeps reading books and, like, leveling up between every scene? Yeah. Ryan. Uh, Ryan. Luke. Luke did that as well. <laughs> and he learned, ooh, fingertips. <laughs> Women like this. A light touch. Like, <laughs> I, re- I rewound that scene 
more times than I should have to be like, does she have like something on the back of her shirt? Like he's like, untying he it or yeah. something? No, 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 no. He just like, yeah, touch fingers. I don't understand the beach house. <laughs> well, it has a bedroom. And yeah. It has... Candles for yep. seduction. Yeah. And then Donnie has gone real wasted. Yes. He got very drunk very quickly and yep. is trying <laughs> to flash bartend and dropping vodka gla- bottles and knocking over blenders. Can we talk about the fact that he's having a food fight with his friend and then he goes, no, stop. Be cool. Too much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Donnie also brought friends to this party. We didn't mention that because they're not important and well, they have no he, lines. Yeah, no, no, we, we know that. He, he, brought the, he brought the Long Beach people. They yeah. actually seem... Fine. Yeah, they're not causing problems. Yeah. It's just Donnie. <laughs> just Donnie. Sliming up. Like, they seem like they're talking to people and, yeah. like, having some beers, but Donnie's just sliming up on girls. It's, it's, it's like they're like, Donnie, chill out, dude. Dude, dude we're at a cool dude, party dude, with it's like free when you wreck, drinks. It's like when you wreck that Range Rover. Chill out. Why? No. Why you always got to go there? Donnie, you're the only one who acts this way. I'm in business school. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Holly. Donnie, I work at a Fairweather. <laughs> yes. So Holly flumps down the stairs and is like, hey, skeezes, stop breaking stuff. Get out. Then Luke and Crabman confront each other. Because Luke thinks he can be a hero. I mean, But yeah. he can't. And then Ryan comes in and Donnie's like, oh, yeah, cool, dude. And then he pulls out his gun. Yeah. And Ryan's like, oh, now I have to tackle you. But yeah, because Ryan doesn't have his, uh, his OC gadget belt. Exactly. Otherwise, he could just, like, shoot something right out of the middle of it. He would just grab that gun in midair. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have his anti-gun spray or something so ridiculous. Now, in not at all shocking turn of events, uh, Luke gets shot. In the arm. In the arm. He's yes. fine. He, yeah, he's fine. He's fine. But he gets shot in the arm. In his and- pirate shirt. It's wrecked forever. And? <laughs> yeah, and Donnie cheeses it. Yeah. Donnie is out. But Ryan is there to stay. Yep. Ryan's w- like, nope. And and you know what? Luke does not seem unhappy about that. Nope. Because Ryan has now done a thing for Luke. <laughs> just like when Luke saved his life. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder some point for Ryan and Luke to just sit down and be like, you know what? Let's not hang out. Not because we don't like each other. But, but bad ev- things happen. Every time we're around each other, one of us almost dies. I feel like I feel we're like- cursed. <laughs> I feel like it's just better for us and the people around us to be separate. And they shake hands. And they go their separate ways. And one of them gets hit by a car or something. Because <laughs> they touched. Because they touched. <laughs> they activated the curse. <laughs> <sighs> so Julie and Kirsten have a scene where they kind of. Well, yeah, like the, the, the awkward talking in the limo. Yeah. Essentially, Julie talks about how when she was younger, she wanted to be rich. Yeah. And Kristen's like, that doesn't make me sympathetic for you. <laughs> it's like, I don't, know. I don't even like being like, oh. And then Kirsten makes a great point because Julie's like, well, I thought I won the lottery. I had a great guy and he was rich and he did the right thing because he married her when she was pregnant. Yeah. And Kirsten's like, yeah, he did the right thing. Now you get to. Mm-hmm. That's how this works. <laughs> also, the woman who has the Guatemalan family working for her is going to fire them. Yeah, the I solution guess. should have been to raise, give him a raise. Yeah, pay them market rate. Is but well, she always says, "I need to fire my cleaning lady or, she says or my, my housekeeper." My housekeeper. Wait, what, what is she only of, firing one of them? The rest of the family. The I'll of the fire family one of them. Give the rest a raise. Then it equals out. No, no, no you don't. You're doing it oh wrong. Oh my god, you and don't Kristen's get it. Like you're, I just. I can't. I can't even. I can't, yeah. I can't fix that problem this weekend as well. Uh, this is going to be a season three problem. <laughs> uh, and then, so 
Okay, Aaron, they're at the hospital and Ryan's on the phone. Calling Marissa. I assume he was calling an adult. No, Marissa. Cause, cause he, I know, he's like, you better get down well, here. He like, it's, it's almost like the series is trying to keep it a secret. Because he's like, yeah, no, no, we're fine. But you should really get down here. And, and in the background, you see um, Seth, Seth talking, talking to, to a, a police, police officer. officer. And I'm like, oh, Sandy. Immediately cut to Sandy where, where Marissa's like, where's Seth and Ryan? And, and he's he, like, I don't know. And then she's like, you bought beer. I miss beer. Why can't these people drink why did, beer? Yeah, why? Just communicate. They both want beer. <laughs> I love how Sandy and Kirsten have the most easily solved problems. There's like, oh. Hey, I'm going All to right. the liquor store today. Thought I'd pick up some beer. Yeah, I love beer. <laughs> Done. Well, it's like one time Kirsten went out and didn't buy beer and instead bought the Merlot and the other thing. Yeah. And Sandy was like, oh, we can't have beer. And then he went out and <laughs> bought the Merlot and the other thing. And uh, Kirsten was like, oh, we can't have beer. We don't drink beer anymore. I guess anymore. it's just not a thing we do anymore. <laughs> and so they're both like, all we can do is drink Merlot and Chardonnay. I think so. <laughs> we will be like... I, I guess we're grown-ups now. Like, I, wish, I wish I had a beer. <laughs> I wish I had a beer. Because <laughs> oh, they're drinking God. like Coronas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's cute. They're drinking the beer. Now yeah. I'm drinking the beer. Kirsten is not upset about the Rage Rover. She's kind of like, what happened to the Rage Rover? Oh, Seth will explain it to you. <laughs> and that just maybe shows how rich these people are. Yeah. They are, they are a good couple. But also insurance will take care of it. It's fine. Yes. Bigger fish to fry. Well, speaking of bigger fish, we got to cut to the Coopers. Where Jimmy puts the responsibility on Julie. And she and it does not like it. Horrifies her. Yep. Jimmy's like, all right. So either you can like keep everything. Yeah. And lose me. And I will go to jail for like eight to ten years. Yeah. Or we lose everything, but we stay together as a family. <laughs> it is your choice. And Julie's like, like <laughs> In my in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is good for Julie because it comes off of what Kirsten said. Yep. But it's the opposite of what Sandy was telling him to do. Yeah, Sandy told him to just make the choice to lose the things and keep the family. Well, and also, well, also I think Sandy would prefer if he made the choice because mm. his because Jamie's entire character is like, I do whatever Julie needs. Yeah, so now he needs to make the choice for him. <laughs> but no, he wants. He's like, I will do what Julie needs. Julie, tell me what you need. Shut up, Jimmy. Yeah. Okay, and then Marissa arrives at the yeah, hospital. Ryan called Marissa. Yep. Because so- of honor. <laughs> she had to know because Luke is still in her heart. She would know. Do you know who else needs to know? Your parents. No, they're okay. They're fine. Seth, Seth handled it. They're gonna, He's a baby lawyer. Oh, my God. They're going to get a call from the police being like, there's a shooting at Holly's Beach House. And like, what? Well, and Luke's parents were already there. So maybe Luke's parents dealed with call, dealt with calling um, Sandy and Kirsten. I feel like there's a fallout there we did not see. Because what this is, is this is Marissa. This is Ryan. He, he he gives a white fang light to Marissa. Mm-hmm. Being like, hey, you should. Uh... He's pulling Jimmy Cooper. He's like. You have a choice. You can pick me, but Luke's up there and was shot in the arm. Your choice, Marissa. This, this to be fair, this is a better. Really, Marissa <laughs> does need choice. to choose. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, there's a third choice, which is like, hey, you should go. You know your friend since childhood. You should probably go see who was shot. Yeah, I mean, you, even if you've you're known even him if, since grade even five, even if you're not dating, like here's the thing. You could still go see, even if we're going to start dating, Date. you can still go see him. Yeah. In fact, you probably should. But let's just talk about <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, it's not a choice between you should see him or never see him. 
But <laughs> but this episode ends as, as it began with Seth and Ryan. Best friends forever. Best friends forever. BBF. Nope. No? No. BFF. I don't know what BBF is. Best best friend. <laughs> best best friend. Great. He's my best best friend. Best friends are a tier and best best friend is above it. <laughs> Man, what if, you're a, what if you're a BBFF? A best best friend forever. Ooh. Ooh. 13 year old girls are going to love it. <laughs> it's more B's and F's. So, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. In this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Uh, vampire friend. Really? That was it? Yep. What, what about him? His gun. So the CW moment, for those who don't know, is the moment where drama over, overrules, overrules? <laughs> logic yeah. and reason. Yeah. And you chose vampire friend with a gun. Yes. Do you, is there any? Why does he have a gun? It makes no sense. To what end? Why did he think there was going to be trouble? Why did he bring his gun with him? Why is he just tucked into his I underwear? Thought he was gonna, I, he was like, I thought that was the end. Like, is he just going to start shooting people? Right? Like, is this one of those things? This is just, like, weird heightened drama. Like... With no explanation. Yeah. Okay. Also, by vampire friend, I mean crab man. Yeah, you know... We we leaned into that one instead of vampire. Yeah. But when I picked my CW moment, he was still vampire friend. Okay. All right. Kevin, do you have a CW moment? Well, funny enough, my CW moment still has to do with that, (laughs) but it's actually with someone else. So (laughs) it's the fact that when Seth learned that he had a gun... He refused to mention it. Now, <laughs> he here's just the thing. Told Ryan here's to the come. Thing. Yeah, no, like, yeah, maybe he doesn't want to go around and tell everyone, hey, that guy has a gun, or hey, that guy has a gun. But I thought at least he would tell Ryan. Yeah. Because it feels like of all the things that Seth would do, he would tell Ryan. I said he's a kid. He's probably not going to call the police or anything like that. No. I completely understand that. But not at, even when Ryan gets there he's like hey Ryan we should go now all these people are about to get shot I, I just wanted you to pick me up that's why Ryan is the superhero and, <laughs> and Seth, Seth is the sidekick or the damsel in distress Seth is definitely the damsel in distress is Marissa's a, the sidekick oh you're right Marissa is the sidekick but she's the sidekick with a dark side well, and, and Luke is the he's okay, the foil I guess, well I mean he's the lancer I guess you don't really know those terms um, he's, he's the one who's like um Ryan's like second, but also his adversary. He's Ryan's Ryan and Ryan Reynolds and everything Ryan Reynolds is in. No. Yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. What things like what? Like, Name one thing where it's like that. Eh, like a lot of his romantic comedies. No. Yeah. No. Uh, no. <laughs> this, is, this is like an anime trope. I don't know anime. That's fine. You I'm making see- a parallel to real life. Okay. And by real life, I mean Hollywood films. Okay, you know who he is? He's like Cyclops to Wolverine in the X-Men movies. Mm, they are still course. allies, but they are adversaries. James Marsden. So maybe he's who James Marsden is in every movie. He's always the other guy where you're like, eh, he's friends with the lead male, but also the yeah. other guy. Yeah, sure, sure. And he's like, likable. He's James Marsden. Great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for listening to this episode. <laughs> we talked li- about some things. If you liked it, you should uh, you should give us a rating or a review or a subscription. subscription on iTunes or whatever your podcatcher is. Is Overcast a thing? People were talking about know. that. I don't know. You can like recommend things on Overcast. Sure. Do that. Re- recommend us to your friends. Yeah, talk about us in real life, but also on the internet. Hey, I've noticed a whole bunch more Riverdale podcasts coming up. You know who was here first. Yeah. 
Tell people. You know, you know who jumped on that way before anyone ever, ever should have. <laughs> really well before anyone should have. Um, you know what? Tweet us. Yeah. Tell us your favorite Riverdale podcast. We'll go listen to them and then we'll <laughs> goof about how we're better or cry. Oh, not do that. Or improve. If, we'll start a dialogue. Pick, pick another podcast and we'll start a feud with them. It doesn't have to be Riverdale one. Just pick another podcast. Any podcast. Start, hey, Start a fight club. <laughs> you know, like, like Marissa did with the fight club with boys. Do yeah. that with podcasts. Do that with us. Start a podcast so, fight club. If you want to tweet us, it's Podcast Moa, Podcast MOA. You can also Instagram us, Podcast Moa, Podcast MOA. Yeah. Or you can email us, also Podcast Moa, at gmail.com. You can do all those things. And if you email us or talk to us, we'll talk about you. Yeah, we love to hear what you think about yeah. the OC. The OC. What will Julie decide to do with Jimmy? Are they waiters or busboys? Why can't the Coens just drink beer? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>